You know what? Pam looks like she'd be the head of a homeowners association. <laughs> Pam, do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> Defend yourself. A homeowners I have nothing, but I I feel like I'm the least likely out of the four three of us. Four no, of us. I just said looks. Who Oh, looks wise? Is it because I'm blonde? Yes. See, it's I don't like eyes. the fact that you're implying I would be a person who chases petty power. Because that is 100% exactly what I'm like. You would. You would definitely chase petty power, Michael. You'd like so much. Michael would be that guy like, ah, oh, listen, your grass is about a centimeter too tall. <laughs> See, and then knowing me, oh, no, I'm I more like of the unlikely protagonist, unlikely hero. You know, I'm more like, I don't want power. But somehow right, people want something? me to have it. You know what I mean? That's a lie. You're Nigerian. You want power. <laughs> Can I just can I just say something? I don't know if I'd be member of the head of the homeowners association, or I would be the head of um, neighborhood watch because I just know everyone's stuff and they just tell me things so, that I probably shouldn't know. Has anyone noticed there's too many black people so what in you're the neighborhood? Saying, what you're saying? <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> no, that's not it. Because a homeowners homeowner association is like the police. Pam would be the spook. <laughs> she's the intelligence agency oh i see i see where you're coming yeah. from yeah she <laughs> she's gathering the information for the goons she would be yo i'd be like so and so came home at such and such an hour he's having an affair with so and so down the street that would be exactly. the person who comes over with like the casserole being like listen hi neighbor how's it going she if you're paid to snitch, it's technically not snitching. It's an employment. <laughs> no, that <laughs> is <laughs> the biggest load of caca I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. That is horrible. However, if we were characters from this movie, I would totally be the old farmer with all the weapons in the barn. I mean, not that is who I would you be. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And exactly. That gag where they couldn't understand him and they went through two translators is <laughs> legitimately so good. Oh my goodness. It's so good. I mean, essentially, yeah. So Pam would more or less just be a country cop or a hot fuzz. Pretty much. I don't think she'd be hot. Excuse me? I used to, Uchi, you stepped in the landmine there. Toe, but I can still probably kick your ass. Yeah, good luck from Saskatoon, mother. I'm not even in Saskatoon! Exactly! I'm in Wait, what are you gonna do? A hobo, I guess, me? Uchi just covered this. She would send someone to kick your ass. <laughs> you know what you'd do? Say hello, police. There's a black man here. <laughs> I like how I like how you Uchi... use some of that white privilege that Mike always talks about. I like how Uchi yeah. says this like he's been a runner for like downtown Chicago gangs. <laughs> like, dude, like, when wow. was the last time you even ran? That's the question. That's the real question. <laughs> when was the last time you ran from the cops? That's not important. <laughs> You're gonna be That's so out of gas. Information <laughs> after <laughs> after the first she's like, oh man, I haven't ran like this in a while. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, are you guys good? We gonna start the show? Yeah, we gonna start yeah, the show. Let's go. All right, let's start the show. Oh, I should have said.
Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi Samaka. Michael Novakshinov. Pam and Shark. Is Was there supposed to be someone else? The way Pam said her name, it sounded like someone else was following up. Listen, <laughs> Pam's confused. I, I'm not confused. I'm in a lot of pain right now. She's a combination of in pain and high. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pam, yeah. do you want to tell tell our listeners why you're in pain? Um, and I, why you're high. <laughs> and why you're I, high. And why I'm high. Well, I'm not actually high. I was walking into my kitchen, and I tripped over a chair, which caught my table, and my foot did not stop moving, and the chair did, and I broke my toe on my right foot, and I took a T3. Mm-hmm. Because it's the size of my thumb and purple right now. So that's code for um, some random um, dude in a white, uh, I guess, vest just like walked in in North Battleford. And you just, I I get it. You're not trying to like give it away. What are you going with this? And his arms are all padded up too. And then he probably looks like he pumps iron all the time. Because if that's a problem, like you should really let us know. I get what you're trying to do, but it didn't it's... work this time. I don't. He's trying to turn I... your life into a porno. No, I, what? I like... No, no. Oh, <laughs> Uchi, yeah, you... no. No, Uchi went left field with that one. Toe. Uchi, mm-hmm. I, was, I was insinuating wife beater, but yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I actually tripped over a chair and broke my toe. Sam, I'm sorry. If it's a wife beater, they usually say they fell down a flight of steps or they walked into the doorway. <laughs> walked into the Come doorway. On. Get in, get in well, the she said the chair stopped moving, but her foot didn't. Yeah, because it so... hit the center bar in my table, and at the table stopped the chair from moving, <laughs> just... and my foot had forward momentum I'm just into saying, said leg of the chair. I'm just saying, if you were in interrogation right now, I would be the cop who would... St- just put his foot down and be like, a likely story. Now tell us the real so, story. This is from the same Pamela, who two weeks ago was like, man, Valentine's is the worst day of the year. <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day. Everyone's lonely. I hope all couples die. It's the same Pamela. <laughs> He's going to find a husband that beats her. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, hey. I, I kind of been there, done that. I've had a boyfriend that did that for a while, but we're not talking about that. This is going to be a happy podcast this week. <laughs> Was Pam Loki <laughs> about to snitch on someone who beats women? Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I um, did. She did. She, she did. Jesus Christ. I mean, Loki, she did. <laughs> Yo, whoever that person is, just know you're a piece of trash. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my goodness. Like, I know I make fun of Pamela a lot, but she's my yeah. friend. So, so that guy that needs to prepare for a visit from the Hot Fuzz. That's a better... That's that was a better... Part. Anyways, that would have been a better call. <laughs> that was a yeah. lot better part. Yeah. <laughs> Let's actually start yeah. talking about Jeez. what we're Yes, that's why, that's why I segued into it. Okay, so on this episode, we are <laughs> <laughs> reviewing the 2000... And, geez, 2007 action comedy film directed by Edgar Wright. The film is Hot Fuzz. It's very popular, so I'm guessing a lot of people by now would have seen it. Um, the film was written by Wright and Simon Pegg, um, who played the main character in this film. 
Um, Peg and Nick Frost play police officers investigating a series of mysterious deaths in a West Country village uh, based out in the UK. So this is on the outskirts of London. Um, it is the second film in the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy by Wright, Peg, Frost, and producer Nira Park. Um, over 100 action films were used as inspiration for developing the script which is very obvious because it literally was a mishmash satirical of like all of the big action comedies uh, of its time. Um, the film was basically, footage was taken over 11 weeks in early 2006. It featured an extensive cast along with various uncredited cameos. Visual effects were developed by 10 artists to expand on or add explosions, gore, and gunfire scenes. Uh, that was also very obvious because some of the action scenes were very, very disjointed from the others. Uh, oh, yeah. The film debuted on 14th of February 2007 in the United Kingdom and on the 20th of April in the United States, States grossing around 80 million US dollars worldwide. Um, two different soundtracks were released in the UK and US, and the film was praised by critics for its performances, direction, and humor. Um, it currently sits at a Rotten Tomato score of uh, 91% actually right now. So not too bad. Um, although I do have a hot take on it, but we'll get there. Uh, so yeah, initial thoughts. Let's go. I just wanted to point this out. This movie came out before the first iPhone. <laughs> that's how long ago 2007 is. Yeah, that's, that's a good metric, honestly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I really enjoyed hmm. this movie. This movie is really good. You lead. I lead. This movie is um, really good. I guess Pam is gonna like take. Oh no no! I th- I wasn't sure. No 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 no. Go ahead. Yeah, this movie is really good. I enjoyed it. It's it's funny. It's it's clever. It's witty. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the plots. Um. Uh, what else is it? I can see like I remember Baby Driver was like one of my favorite movies from a couple of years ago, and I can see like the inspiration. Like the path that Edgar Wright has gone on to reach that style of directing now, right? You can see this in the style of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Just the way it's shot as well, right? Mm-hmm. I love the way, like, at the essence, it's kind of like something so ridiculous for murdering people. Like, the whole premise of the movie is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah. It, it feels right? like GTA come to life, literally. I know it feels like a homeowners association gone to the extreme. Yeah, well, it's like well, yeah, well, what I meant was you know how literally Grand Theft Auto is the is like a satirical version of our real world, just like things gone too far. So like similar. Oh yeah, vibe. exactly. Yeah, like, things gone too far. Like even in the movie, it's like it's like so you murdered her because she what is it? Oh, because of the you acting. Have, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or nobody else can have our florist. <laughs> like it's so oh, no, she simply it's wanted so to can't move take away. Her green thumb elsewhere. Yeah, she was gonna move away. Like, come on, it's like not that deep. Mm-hmm. But it's really good, right? And I think between like the movies I've seen, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and like so between Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The End of the World, and Poor, I think this is my second favorite of those four movies. Mm-hmm. Like Poor. Paul takes the cake. Paul, that movie definitely. Really good, but I'd really liked Paul. This movie is also still pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And like one thing, like I can't believe this movie actually made me be like, you know what? 
the police might not be so bad. No, <laughs> like, no, no, no. That's no, coming no, from no, me. No. no. <laughs> I was but not of that mindset you know, at all. <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just being satirical, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's still yeah. defund the police. <laughs> but like <laughs> I I just really enjoy this movie. It's really clever. Defund the police unless what's his name? Siren Pig and Nick Frost take unless over. Unless they literally don't have firearms when they're chasing perps for most of the yeah. movie. Oh most of the movie they do not have guns. Like so have you shot someone? Like why would I shoot someone? <laughs> if only American cops had that mindset. Yeah. Seriously. Um I guess I'll go next. This movie I guess the the one big movie that this this film kind of drew drew connections and inspiration from was the first or second bad i think it was the second bad boys um i don't think i don't think either pam pam and mike i don't know if you guys have seen any of the bad boys movies i've seen them um but they come from a golden age of like buddy cop movies where the you know that was around the same era of like rush hour and things like that too yeah um which was that was a time when you know, cops just basically <laughs> shooting bad guys and things exploding was like a spectacle, right? Um, when you didn't have to report heroes. on every bullet that you were fired out of your gun. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. Well, that, like those 90 cop movies were the quote-unquote the superheroes. Pretty much. They, like yeah. That's what they were, right? Um, enjoyable superhero movies. Right. Which, like, you know, back then you'd think someone like Will Smith killing all of the perps and it was just an accident. It's like, that wouldn't fly today. Um, but, but, yeah, so you kind Are of you had sure? that. I mean, <laughs> it shouldn't fly today. Uh, which, again, did happen in this film as well, where basically Simon Pegg literally kills everyone. Well, not I guess they didn't die. I don't think he killed anyone. Oh, no, oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, they actually they made a point of anyone. they had mug shots for every single one of the... Yeah, that's the true, perps, actually. Right? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's interesting. They were like Superman, where they don't kill their enemy. Is it Superman was, or Batman? Batman. I was kind of watching, like, at the beginning, cause, because I was thinking about this, right? Is They're leading up to the shootout. I'm going, well, this might not have aged well because of all the controversies surrounding, like, police shootings and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm thinking, how how well. could they possibly make it so that he's not like an overzealous cop in this situation? Mm-hmm. And then the lady on her little bike pulls two handguns out of the basket from her bicycle. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's how they're going to do it. <laughs> Like she's riding down, blazing. Uh, Which like, is just crazy. Well, that's me? that's part of it where, like, obviously I could get that this movie was just... like This movie it, was satire. This yeah, it was basically ridiculousness satire, right? to the next level. Because in yeah. reality, an old lady of that age is probably not doing that. Um, <laughs> she's not dual-wielding pistols on while, a bicycle. Yeah, while riding, riding a no bike. Hands. Exactly. However, she may be shooting squirrels out of her kitchen window with a twenty-two. <laughs> so, mm. Yeah. What Pam so, said. So as far as that goes, this film did a good job of being satirical, right? I did oh, laugh a lot when he uh, uncovered the secret society, and um, it's a cult. Yeah, and Wait it's a you. cult, and like they re- they always repeated the f- was it the future or something like that? Like whenever he would, someone would say something, they'd repeat it as like a like a creed or something, yeah. which I thought was pretty funny too. That made me laugh a couple times. It's so stupid. Um, and it, I mean, 
as far as twists go, you could kind of see everything coming. Like, I could see that the ch- police chief was, like, connected to the cult from, like, miles away. Like, you could just see, yeah. like, that was very obvious. Um, so all of those parts were pretty good. Um, it was very gory, um, which that part of the humor was hit or miss for me. Like, it was mm-hmm. cool seeing that dude's head slammed in by the huge slab of concrete, but, like... I don't know. It was it, meant to be over the top. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we're doing this. Um, yeah. So it wasn't too bad. I, in my personal opinion, I don't think this movie is a ninety-one percent. I would put it in like the high seventies to like low eighties. But that's um, more like broad appeal. Remember, right? I guess it's so. not. Yeah, you gotta remember that the metric is yes or no, mm-hmm. and I can I can see nine out of ten people going, yeah, good. Movie. I like this movie. Right? Yeah, it's because it's very safe. It's mm-hmm. not divisive. Yeah, well, yeah, but I usually like because most the films we've done in the past that are like ninety and above usually have like a like a huge wow factor about them, in my opinion. Um, with but, this one, I didn't really get. Like, this movie's I don't know. also how old. This is. Yeah, so I, I just didn't really, because I, I was I telling Uchi the other day, uh, today, I was old? telling Uchi today, actually, that I, after seeing it yesterday, and then today, it's almost like half the, like, important, like, details I've actually just forgotten now. Like, I couldn't even remember what the creed was for the cult. Like, that's, I laughed at it, but I just don't remember it right I now. I appreciate it was, like, them just repeating stuff and or speaking in Latin. Yeah, I, yeah, but like you know, it's just one of those things where like typically with good comedy and like the comedy that sticks with me, I remember it. Like, I remember all the comedy in Archer, for instance, right? So it's like with this one, I it was funny, I did laugh, but a lot of the details from it I don't remember. And this is coming from someone who watches movies with like a sound bar on and like I'm fully focused the entire time. So yeah, well, this movie isn't particularly quotable, in mm-hmm. my opinion, right? It, it's. Yeah. The humor more lies in the absurdity of the situation mm-hmm. than the actual like punchlines they set up with the jokes and whatnot. Right. And I guess that's kind. That's my five. That's my favorite kind of humor is absurd situations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the jokes that were very sort of clearly set up and the characters bouncing off each other. Nearly not. Not a single one of those. Okay, a couple. I'm exaggerating, but most of them <laughs> did not land. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're. I think I only got two or three laughs out of character interaction jokes one of them where he's like getting the guy's name and it's staker or something and he's like pi staker piss taker and then he's there and the guy is actually that actually has that name right like that genuinely got a laugh out of me Mm -hmm. um and there's only one or two other instances like that so my first impression of this movie for the first two thirds was not that good if I'm being honest, I just, it, it was fine, but yeah. it, I didn't really, it didn't entertain me. And then that last third of the movie hit and it just got so absurd and over the top and ridiculous that mm-hmm. I was, it, it was slaying me, honestly. So it definitely ended super well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my kind of overall takeaway from this movie is the dialogue humor mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. very weak, but the situational humor was very good. And the Oh my god, the shaky cam. That was something else. Yeah. I don't know if oh, you guys man. noticed that, but it was, that was so bad. What is happening? Mm-hmm. I can't tell. Um this is like on the others... as well. When yeah. shaky cam was at its shakiest of cams. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that other scenes were really well shot, in my opinion. 
mm-hmm. like when they're first sitting around the table at the homeowners association or the neighborhood watch or whatever they were that was actually i thought it looked really good just the way they had the lighting set up so it, it was hit or miss as well on that front a lot of this movie was a hit and a lot of this movie was a miss that's mm-hmm. My general well, and I away. think what you just said, too, kind of adds to my gripes with it, right? Because I'm someone who far appreciates dialogue humor more than just situational, mm-hmm. like situa- situational humor, basically. Yeah, so. I, I find dialogue humor to almost be forced like 99% of the time, which is why I'm not a huge fan of it, mm-hmm. because I, it just kind of feels contrived to me. Um, you haven't been watching the that, right movies or TV shows then. That's totally personal. I don't find Archer funny. What? Oh I'm, I legitimately just do not enjoy Archer. Oh my goodness! I think goodness. it's kind. Of, I, I think it's obnoxious at best. So that <laughs> that gives you a sense of so my sense of humor. So we're gonna share our own opinions. I don't care about Archer. Mm. I'm just yeah. like it, it just passes me by. I read really them. There's a lot of people I, I really don't care about anymore. So <laughs> yeah. Archer was shade. enjoyable the first two or three seasons and now it's just kind of meh no no it is it is better than it ever was right now it is going strong with the newest seasons no way i'm not gonna knock people enjoy it it's just not my cup of tea right exactly like Like sometimes it's it's stuff you just don't enjoy seriously i i I said that to make my point of dialogue humor does not right for me most of the time that's just yeah it's like your personal it's like how like people like lost their minds over Uh, the Simpsons. I I don't care about the Simpsons. I think Either this. New or old I Simpsons, think the I Simpsons is aggressively unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys are just out yeah. here making enemies right now. Okay. I, I yeah. Let's fight me. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a Grinch. Oh, but if you show me cops fighting like old ladies, it's just so dumb. Soon, that she's I gonna can't say bad boys grin. wasn't funny too. Well, come on, bro. Bad Boys is hilarious. Yeah, well, okay. well that's dialogue humor, though. Bad Boys is 100% no, 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 no. dialogue humor. I never said dialogue humor is not funny. I said certain TV shows I don't care about. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Archer. I don't like The Simpsons. I think Bad Boys is great. Mm-hmm. But it's some stuff that I find super funny. A lot funny of the Avengers like. jokes are also dialogue humor. But anyways, yeah. Mate, I wasn't attacking yeah, okay, dialogue humor. Okay, You're taking okay. this a bit too close. I was. Okay, he was. Just, I don't I'm know why saying. you're coming after me. <laughs> I'm well, I'm just like, defending. I'm just personally defending dialogue humor, but Pam listen, needs to go. Listen, not all dialogue humor is bad, but before Pam goes, I just want to say this: it's like Michael punched someone and suddenly I'm not getting arrested. <laughs> this is like the GIF where the I don't know it. it I think it's the one cat hits the other cat. The third cat, second cat turns around and hits the third. That's what happened. Right. <laughs> all right, Pam. Pam. Okay. I was 14 when this movie came out. No, not even 14. Yeah, 14 when this movie came out. I remember my sister coming home from seeing this movie and just like freaking out about how good it was. I remember my sister coming home from seeing Shaun of the Dead and freaking out how good it is. Honestly, like I like this movie, but it falls number two. Like I've only seen three Movies, like, I've seen all three of the Cornell trilo- trilogies. I haven't seen, was it Paul, the other one? I haven't seen Paul. So, for me, it's Shaun of the Dead, still the best, then Hot Fuzz, then At World's End. Is it, is it At World's End? Or whatever the last one is. Um, yeah. This one's enjoyable. I liked the physical humor more than the dialogue humor. I mean, I don't know, Sam, you might not be old enough to remember this show, but... 
Uchi, Michael, and I probably all. Who remembers Mr. Bean? What? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm not old enough to remember Mr. Well, Bean. I, I don't. I don't know if you would. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but you know, okay, you know who Mr. Bean is. In defense I, of Pam, Pam, you're I saying this Mr. to someone Bean who grew like up in the UK, and you yeah. think I don't know who Mr. Bean is. Well, but you're also several years younger than me. And I remember Mr. Bean was in reruns when I was growing up. <laughs> so anyway, that's why. And Mr. Bean is my is epitome icon. of British humor. <laughs> and like you look at Mr. Bean's movie, like shows and how that's all is no dialogue, right? Honestly, I think this movie could be equally as funny as if you turned off the dialogue and just had it playing like it was just at a bat in the background or something it'd be equally as funny right mm -hmm. um yeah the dialogue humor it wasn't fantastic but i mean it was still entertaining and the movie overall i think has held up as a as a cop movie or as a obscure humor movie mm -hmm. um I don't think it'll ever surpass Shaun of the Dead in that sense because that movie is just like way, way better than this one. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have to say about it is I just, I enjoyed it. I, I, you know, it was nice to watch something. Like, yeah, this movie was still two hours long. But it was nice to watch something that didn't take a lot of brain cells, yeah. I think is the best way to put it. It was not really a yeah. commitment. And it was just overall lighthearted and funny. And this is a movie that I, I remember. Like I hadn't seen it in a lot of years. I remember watching it in my friend's basement, like when you could when I first turned eighteen, and just getting absolutely hammered and watching the Cornetto trilogies. Like that's what these movies are for, really. Okay, I I yeah, should they're, they're put dumb comedies. I should put a point on this because Pam just kind of touched on that a little bit. I feel like if constantly sticking to movies that aren't a commitment can be dangerous because then you forget what an actual good movie feels like when you watch it, if that makes sense. Um, just keeping that in mind, too. I just wanted to throw that in there. Like, yes, like it is good to see kind of turn your brain off movies every now and then. But like, I don't know. I found this my, one was, I find... what I'm saying is more for sole entertainment value. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what, what I'm, I'm saying, too, because I found myself in the past where I've gone back to back watching Turn Your Brain Off movies, like when I put myself through Six Underground. My goodness. Um, but... That's on you. You chose to watch that movie. <laughs> what I chose, you you guys were over and you guys wanted to see it. And I was forced to sit I was, with you. No, I never watched it with you. You, you. Okay. Okay. Personally, from what I remember, I remember. I don't know if Uchi, you were there, but I do know our mutual friend Delizzo was there too. And literally we were watching it because the people around me at the time wanted to watch it. I was like, okay, let's just watch it. Biggest mistake I ever made. I was just like, I, I can go to bed right now. Um, so yes. So keep in mind, I have been into that kind of dump truck phase where you're watching a bunch of these films that don't really... I don't know. I'm the kind of person who likes to keep learning. I like to keep my mind working and just watching films that more or less turn your brain off for me, like more is just 
I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel unfulfilled at the end of them. If that I makes think sense. there's a I... lot that you could actually learn from these movies from like a writing perspective, just by sort mm-hmm. of breaking down mm-hmm. what makes the humor work, right? Mm-hmm. What makes a movie fun like, to watch? Yeah, like, like what what, what makes this movie so much more entertaining than the failed comedies? Mm-hmm. That's not makes... a question I'm qualified to answer because I literally don't understand how comedy works. Okay, let's put it this, <laughs> this movie's absurd. Uh, that stupid zombie movie Pam made us watch. That's also absurd. It's also absurd. <laughs> One of them is aggressively that unfunny. That's level absurd. <laughs> like... That's a loud, loud, oh my goodness, bad level of absurd. This but was like the right balance of abs- absurd. Abs- oh my god, why is that word so hard for me to say today? Because you're high. Because you're high. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay but like it, it, there's something about this movie where like you know where, what i'm trying to say wait, i know you're trying to yes say. there's something about this movie where like, you, you throw away like little throwaway jokes right mm-hmm. which come back at the end of the movie and they're great it's like when they're in the bar they're talking and they're like do you know there are more guns in the country than in the city and it's like okay fine who has guns i don't know every form literally everyone yes yeah. and their moms and then at the end of the movie it's like you see the farmer with a gun and he's like mom his mom's got a gun. Yeah. Well, I yeah. See, that was that. For me, that wasn't funny. That was just kind of like. I, I like the I don't know. but I'm not saying about it being funny. I'm just talking about like callbacks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because okay. absurd. Mm-hmm. It's stupidly absurd, right? Yeah. It works. I, I. Yeah, but then I also okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like even when it comes to absurdist comedy, there's still different kind of. I won't say genre. I would say more like different classes of comedy within absurdist comedy if that makes sense right because like the comedy in this movie for instance is entirely different from the comedy in like i don't know what's another absurd absurdist movie i watched um i don't know give me one anyone that that's popular i can't think men in tights robin hood men in tights uh okay like monty python for instance the comedy in monty python and this and like the year one with michael Sarah, that's also another one too that was kind of absurdist too they're all kind of different humor sets, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah. I feel like the even absurdist humor doesn't follow tend to follow the same structure or formula most of the time. It's always unique to the film in question that you're watching. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. It is. It's like, yeah. But, like, this is the best take on absurdist comedy ever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Terry, <Michael>. Terry <laughs> Pratchett. <laughs> Terry Pratchett yeah. is the best at it, and <laughs> uh, you know what I was about to say. I, was like, yes, I, I know Michael, I I was this that was, I was holding it for you guys, and then I was gonna start monologuing. Yeah. Um, but I will let you keep going first. Oh no no no! Like I I was just kind of asking. Like yeah. maybe that's why I didn't find this movie to be as. Um, engaging for me as other absurdist movies that I've seen. Some of them don't come to mind right now. I'm sure at some point some will. Um, but, you know, like I enjoyed At World's End way more than I enjoyed this movie. Like, I'm being honest. So it's like, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Man has a different opinion to everyone else. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. Is this Surprise, a Here's my point where, like, I really start getting grabs with like people, especially directors, when they're like, "Oh, inside genre is not a real movie genre." I'm like, "It is. You're just pretentious as yeah, right." And like, you just don't like the fact that other people kind of like this. Mm -hmm. It's like, listen, I can bash on that stupid movie that Pam made us watch, right? I'll bash on the movie, but I won't bash on Pam's opinion. Yeah, 
Pam That's liked the thing, it, right? So. Like to the first time I watched it, but I hated it the second time I watched <laughs> it. Felt compelled to make us suffer. <laughs> but like that's my thing, right? If you like a certain movie genre or a certain movie type, that's on you, right? Mm-hmm. If people just want to go home, turn off the brain, and watch movies all day long, good fi- go figure, right? Like, yeah. There's a reason why Michael Bay movies are that so popular. That brings up. I, mean, I want to bring up that bad, point, like, but like the popular for some dumb reason. Yes, Pamela. Like I like movies that make me think. Don't get me wrong. Like I liked last week's movie. Um. But at the same time, we've, we talk, we were talking about this before, um, working in jobs that are high stress. Um, sometimes I want to come home. If I want to learn something, I'm going to try and watch like a documentary or like something like that where I can absorb the information and it makes me think and like form my own thoughts and want to research more into other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, honestly, if I want to just come home and turn my brain off, I'm probably going to watch some B-level movie right like oh like don't get me wrong when i say something to like something to like make you think or not make you think like someone could watch absurdist comedy and it makes them think right it's not a unique experience to certain movies for to make you think and others to not it's just more i don't know how i'm i don't know i don't know if kind of anyone has an idea of how i'm trying to phrase this it's just more or less me saying that sometimes watching I, I don't know okay like say watching uh um a, a, a disney channel like kids sitcom and that's what you're using to turn your brain off versus using something like this to turn your bra- brain off those are two different like personally i feel if you watched any of those shows you you literally lose brain cells like when you're watching you know what i like if there's some level of or like watching riverdale for instance, and oh, you say, "Oh, I'm Riverdale watching Riverdale into- is something different." Yeah, exactly. You are actively killing your brain cells. <laughs> exactly. Like I was, I was being Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Listen, like you can't Riverdale watch that and be like, "Oh, I'm watching level. this to turn my brain off." It's like, but some things is just they're so bad that they you feel yourself losing your brain as you're watching. <laughs> Here's my thing, Riverdale. I want to bash Riverdale fans. I'm a bash of the writers of Riverdale because no one can be that bad at writing. <laughs> like it's so bad Mm -hmm. like wonder woman didn't make you think didn't make us think oh it it certainly did it It made made me think all right here here i want to bring up something here's here's something i think all of us have seen on tv around a certain holiday season that are notably horrendous. Christmas. And yet a certain demographic, yes, a certain, not advertising, <laughs> a certain demographic eats up, and that is the Hallmark Holiday Christmas movie. Oh, Those are so bad that I what? feel like I lose brain cells when I watch them, and yet 90% of white females in my age group are like, oh my <laughs> god, I need my holiday Hallmark movie and my bottle of Pinot Gris. Jeez. I was going to ask, is that just like a sort of simple. cultural obligation that people have? Right. Or do people genuinely like, enjoy these things? I feel like some genuinely enjoy it, but I feel like when a white girl is born, it's like, what's your favorite season? Fall. What's your favorite movie? Hallmark holiday movies. Ding. Here's your white girl card. That's <laughs> Wow. It, we can go back to the movie Soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Don't forget the Starbucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, your, what's your favorite? Spice. What's your favorite drink at Star- Starbucks? Pumpkin spice. Ding. Here's your white girl card. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's get back on top. Yes. I mean, the... <laughs> I've never that, seen Pamela this red before. Is is there is your losing brain cells demographic for you? Mm-hmm. A holiday but, Hallmark but Christmas yes. movie, but and then we that's can all relate to seeing that. To like, I guess international TV shows, right? Like, well, kind of going off the. Oh no, no, I'm I'm coming back to this because I'm I'm trying to understand why this is a 91 percent critic score. Like, it literally, I'm tra- I'm trying to understand this concept because 90 percent of critics said it's a good movie. <laughs> I guess, do we have yeah. to? Do we have to okay. get back to this? Okay. Because ninety percent enjoyed it. We have to get back to why Rotten Tomatoes is a stupid rating system. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Don't forget, Rotten Tomatoes ninety-one percent says ninety-one percent of critics like this movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say if they thought it was very good, it good, passed or it just ninety percent of the time. Ninety yeah. percent it, of critics they said enjoyed it, yes. it and. Mm-hmm. They enjoyed it and had something nice to say about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's like okay. me going like, "Oh, I think." Let me bring up a few movies, right? Let's say Hot Fuzz, Parasite, and give me one more movie. Throw out one more movie. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. All, all three of those movies, I think I like. Mm-hmm. I will give them a good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Are all three movies Very on the same movies. level? No. <laughs> Are all three movies on the same writing level? No. No. <laughs> but you get the point, right? Right. It's like looking, what a 90% for, say, Parasite and 90% for Hot Fuzz are. Mm-hmm. Very different. Don't forget, uh, Fast and Furious Seven has a either an A something or ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That's a ridiculous movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you really think about that movie, that Fast and Furious is equally bad. absurdist as well. It's I equally would say. absurdist. Yeah, yeah. But it's also equally very bad writing. But but the thing, is, Fast and Furious is absurdist in a like it, again but, different but, types of comedy. You, I, like I don't understand. But you're also getting you're getting uh, to my point about the ninety percent. Oh, critics said they enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my the Rotten Tomato thing. That's yeah. my biggest gripe with Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Literally, you just look see. Oh, ninety percent. Mulan. What's Mulan's Rotten Mulan was score? Not com- that was not comedy. I, <laughs> I believe it's not comedy. People bought reviewers for Mulan because there's no way that people actually like that movie. So many people. Seventy percent of critics said yes to that movie being good. That is a Think about load that. of crap. <laughs> there's no way seventy percent of critics. Liked that movie. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what's Wonder I, Woman? I don't know something. Know. I think it's even lower than Mulan. Which, let's be honest, Wonder Woman is a better movie than Mulan. It is, yeah. I would say yeah, that too. Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> 60% of critics like that movie. Wow. I don't understand okay. how because it's, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but now I've got enough of writing to stop yes, talking about Hot Fuzz. fuzz. <laughs> Okay, I mean, you guys can go into it because honestly, with this film, like I said, I forgot all the details. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I remember the cultists and stuff, but that's yeah, yeah. My memory I like the does way not the serve me well. Of just like a homeowners association. I mean, what the movie did well was it had a slow build to the just absolute sheer absurdity of the end. Right? Is yeah. it didn't mm-hmm. just have the homeowners homeowner association or neighborhood watch come out of nowhere. They were peppered all throughout the movie and. It's like a build up to it. it. Yeah, if you that's kind of why it was so funny is because they've been shown to be these really well-intentioned people that are actually mm-hmm. kind of working with him at the beginning of the movie because he's the try-hard cop who's going to arrest teenagers or something. Yeah, and, who and is? yeah. Oh, I do have a question actually because in the beginning of this film they address sorry, they kind of like point to the fact that uh the main character is 
kind of married to his job as a police officer and just can't switch off, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did they ever address that coming to towards because he's still a cop towards the end and still himself? He doesn't change much. No, but he's no longer he's no longer manage his job as much. It, but he finally learns he to though? relax. Because I'm like at that, I don't think he did learn. I don't to think relax he did. I don't think he did all. at all. I think no, that was does. like that was two thirds of a character arc, and then the final action scene hit, and they threw all that out the window. Yeah, because like, the final action scene, yeah, it looked like for me. It kind of looked like it's like literally a satire of a lot of comedy, you know, cop movies. Well, well, that's what it was, right? It was it's like, oh, it's first... like this super serious thing, and now we need to have an action scene. Yeah, the whole joke of the first two halves of the movie, or two thirds of the movie, was that's not how cops do their job. Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. That's the movies hyping things up. You, if you arrest some loser who was like peeing on a toilet seat or something, and then you write up a bunch of paperwork, and that is. It that's really it. like that's it. The joke was that the cops are not heroes. Mm-hmm. The co- it, it was taking the piss out of the profession, right? Right. And then the literally. end of the movie, literally. <laughs> and the end of the movie is them doing what you quote unquote every Hollywood single yeah. movie would do. Literally every had... single thing that they said they don't do is what they did <laughs> in the last third of the movie, which. Yeah. But, but they dialed, the helicopter but at the of, end yeah. was just like why the helicopter like, flying why? over like it's in bad boys too. yeah, I was yeah. Like, why you've got like like when they were fighting in that miniature town and it's like it's raining and it's like a throwback to like cops fighting bad guys in the rain but for it's some just the reason sprinkler. <laughs> you know you've got a high speed car chase like and, like I was yeah. foiled by a duck goose, a goose. Oh, was it a goose it was a goose yeah no, swan swan. Oh, <laughs> It was a swan. Get it right. No. <laughs> Foiled by a swan. Um, yeah. But like, I, yeah. This... It's just a ridiculous way. And I kind of like the way Honestly, it's also set oh. up. Because it's like, okay, where are they going to get all the guns for this ridiculous action scene in the end? Oh, they yeah. busted someone earlier in the movie for having had all the guns. guns. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I think that's honestly probably one of my favorite scenes where he's like, oh, I didn't know we have a mounted division. And you just see him riding down mm. the street. On the white horse, and I'm literally sitting there watching this. It's like this scene looks really familiar, and honestly, I think that's where Walking Dead got its inspiration from. <laughs> Which took this for that scene of Rick movies. riding into Atlanta. I mean, yeah, I feel like at I this point, the... almost every like Hollywood movie takes the Lone Ranger walking in on or riding in on a horse. I hope trope. That it's, this, a, it's a hardcore trope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardcore trope. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's legendary. Yeah, it's like. Can I just honestly? What? No. Here's my takeaway from the movie: is it wasn't really funny at individual parts, mm-hmm. but as a whole, a I whole... was very amused by the whole execution. It was of enjoyable. The movie. Yeah, the yeah, whole okay. movie is just funny to think yeah. about and look back on. There's no individual scenes where you're like, okay, the individual scenes where you'd be like, ha ha. Or like, okay, yeah. that's kind of dumb, but like, when it's all put together, like, like this is good. Mm-hmm. It's not a movie where you watch for two hours and you're like, oh my god, I just wasted two hours that I will never get back. And it's not a movie who's like, oh my god, that was like a two-hour commitment. Like, that just felt like it was on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like, oh, the movie, that was enjoyable. I can go about my life now adulting. <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. Um, can I just sidebar? 
Because yeah. we kept saying, calling the swan a goose and a duck and whatever else, a chicken. Anyways, out of all the long-necked chickens, a swan is my favorite long-necked chicken. Swans are actually very vicious. They yeah. are. Oh, I know they are. <laughs> They're extremely but, vicious, like, actually. If I had to be killed by a Canadian goose or a swan, I feel I, I would I would rather go out in blazing glory and be killed by a swan. Yeah, I think the swan would have a better chance at getting you. Honestly, you're more likely to be killed by Canadian goose, goose than anything else. Those things are terrifying. Then an ostrich? Why am I gonna find an ostrich in Winnipeg, Sam? Oh yeah. no! I, oh, I thought I thought you just meant in general. Like if you came across a Canadian goose um, and an ostrich, the ostrich is messing you up, like hundred percent. Why would I put myself in that situation? <laughs> Why would you put yourself in, in like the descendant of a dinosaur? Listen, there's people you know, listen, who were no, who listen. were in the uh, safety I mean, I of their cars a... who still felt afraid of the ostrich because he was keeping up with the car. So, oh, so. yeah, it's an ostrich. Yeah. Listen, look, look. What does it say? You I have it. come face to face with... Mm-hmm. You've come face to face okay. with... So, okay, this is coming from someone who put themselves in a tank with a something from the Cretaceous period, essentially. <laughs> I have been face to face with the cassowary in Australia. Those things are like modern day velociraptors. Like you're in a bush that looks like Jurassic Park. And yes, they're behind a fence because this was at a wildlife sanctuary. And all of a sudden the leaves start wrestling. And then all of a sudden it's right here in my face looking at me. And I'm like, and this is how I die. I was more scared of that stupid bird than I was of the 15 and a half foot crocodile I was in a tank with. (laughs) You know what's terrifying Guinea Gisa? When I see one, I cross the street. (laughs) <laughs> those things are terrifying <laughs> oh my goodness I have a They're story blaster. well I have two stories to tell you guys off air that if we ever do a Patreon page we should put on our Patreon page <laughs> oh my goodness but I'll tell them off air because they're That's funny fair. and it has to do with your Canadian goose story <laughs> okay so I do have a question for you guys though because for me personally a lot of movies and TV shows that I tend to love usually have the main character with some form of animal sidekick. So if you were a protagonist in a film, like just you as a person, what would you want your animal sidekick to be? Does it have to eat me? I mean, it's your animal sidekick, so that's literally whatever you want. So if I pick something really big and predatory, is it going to kill me? <laughs> that's a good question. That's, if it's your animal yeah, sidekick, yeah, I would assume it Am I allowed to pick a tiger and not... I knew it! <laughs> Michael's the tiger I was going to say... Listen, Michael, are you going after Carol Baskin? <laughs> no, I, I actually want a snow leopard because they seem more chill. Oh, They're goodness. so cute and fluffy. A snow, snow leopard is an animal cat. sidekick. <laughs> Yes. Honestly, you got. I went here. I think only Pam would know about Tiger King. I've never watched watch it. it. No. Wow. And Michael, Michael doesn't watch TV. I can't watch. Sam is too. Sam is too pretentious for it. So, like, <laughs> I couldn't handle the. Animal I don't do reality t- like reality type shows. I just don't like those. Listen, you know, like how they say reality is stranger than fiction. <laughs> reality is truly stranger than fiction. That uh, show was do you ridiculous. Do you remember Jersey Shore? Shore? We're skipping my question. Yeah. <laughs> We're skipping. Okay, fine. Back to your question. No, I, I just, I have a, okay. Fine, back to your question. Does it have to eat me? No, well, I mean, since Michael's gone Snow Leopard, I guess Michael's not. Michael's <laughs> Yeah. Okay, and this is for a TV show or a movie? Uh, let's say movie. To keep it short. Um, 
I'm game. I'm getting the <laughs> the way, the check mark, the waypoint for Mulan. That's stupid. <laughs> the the, the Shut phoenix. Up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the <laughs> most useless animal sidekick ever. <laughs> no, wait, no, it was pointing the direction. <laughs> the most useless animal sidekick ever. That's what you choose. Is that too, Uchi? <laughs> yeah, bro. What if I get lost in the bush? What's a oh, tiger gonna do for me? So stupid. <laughs> At least the phoenix will tell me how compass. to get back home. Oh my goodness, Pam. Pam it's twenty twenty one. Who still has a compass? I do. Just... Wow, look at you. Is it because you're that much older than the rest of us? <laughs> no, it's because. Hey, hey, here's the real question. She lives in the boonies. I live in the boonies. Okay, I'm gonna send something to the, the group chat right now, and it's a picture from a road I was on. The closest and superstore should be compass. northeast from here. Do two hundred pieces. No. I have a nose frills. Wait, wait, Pab. Pab, do you have to use moss to d- determine the direction of fresh water? Use what? <laughs> moss. Yes. yes I oh my goodness. <laughs> I also know what berries I should be eating and what leaves I should wipe with. Pab uses the nose stud to guide her home. Don't use nettles. <laughs> or poison ivy that's a bad yeah. time oh, that sounds like a bad time I can't Damn, that's like question I like have poison ivy there I thought that's too far north it's too far is it I- I'm sure there is I moved here too late in the fall to really actually like go adventuring really so I haven't seen any yet she's going sure. to into the woods <laughs> well that's what you do up north Uchi come on Adventure. Yeah, I guess so. There's nothing to do out there. Again, I will tell you guys a story of what happened to me today off air. Um, Are you on the north end of the Saskatchewan River? No, you're south. Okay, never mind. Anyways. I'm a little bit south. Can you tell them the stupid animal that you take? I don't know. Part of me wants something like big and ferocious, but the other part of me is like, I would want something a little and useless that could like slither in places. Like, I think I probably want like a ferret or like a marten or something well, like that. Stout. Stouts or are very weasel. Ferret. Ferrets are awesome. Yeah. yeah like they're... a ferret. Yeah. Something something like that. Something like weasel Like a ferret, a marten, or a weasel. Like that kind of. So, so, so far we've had a snow leopard, a weasel, oh, or ferret. And a useless flying right. bird that just... We don't even know Point if it's a, actually a bird, but it's just a red thing that it's floats in the air. <laughs> it, no, it doesn't just float in the air. It points directions. <laughs> listen, listen. If I'm like, take me to the nearest bar, I got you, fam. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, Sam, what's yours? What is yours, mister? I'm probably tr- going to be tr- cooler than the rest of you. Or think I'm cooler than the rest of you. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, Mr. if this is a sidekick who's supposed to be around to just like help you out with stuff, I that's why I, I chose would, a ferret. What's wrong with my bird? I would, I would choose, I would honestly choose a monkey. I feel like yeah, I would okay. choose a monkey. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of boring. Is it though? Yeah. Is it, yeah. I mean, it can it can pick things up for sense. you. Yeah, it exactly. Can grab things exactly. for you. I like it's. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of like the boring answer. It's like, yeah, it, it does everything right. It's it, does, it does everything right. And I will forever call I mean, it Marcel from Friends, <laughs> after the monkey from Friends. Exactly. Like, I mean, Michael's tiger might eat him. I just want a big fluffy thing lying around. <laughs> I was going to say, where is monkey? She has not knocked my door down yet, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a different world, 
I would think to get like a wolf or something, but I, I think I think about the uh, his dark materials, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure what the show is like, but I know right. in the books they have like those animal companions. Yeah, and oh, that so just I, yeah, little Michael was absolutely enamored with that series, and it kind of stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Can we can we choose mythical creatures like stuff that don't technically exist? Oh, if we're choosing that, then I'm picking a polar bear dog, hundred percent. What? That's a very good one. A polar bear yeah. dog. Avatar. It's a dog oh. that is as big as a polar bear. It has much. like the front and body of a polar bear. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing a, mm. a spread. I was going to say, no one said Uppa <laughs> yet, but I, I would choose a unicorn probably because I'm that person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a horse girl, of course. Of course yes. you choose a, a unicorn. Come on, girl. And I grew up with the Irish the unicorn rovers. has magical healing powers. <laughs> I mean, a and dragon, a dragon would be nice too, unicorn. actually. You know, I like dragons too. So, we really got an off topic from this. Yes, stupid yes. Movie. That's well, because we... there isn't much yes, to discuss yes, about that's... Hot Fuzz. It's, it's sort of funny. <laughs> Give it a watch. And I, I just have a question. We were talking about reality being more obscure than, than what's it called? Than fiction. reality is stranger than fiction. fiction. Yeah. Do you remember how, do you guys remember Jersey Shore? Years and years ago, yeah. I never watched. I remember it, but hating I remember on it, it being after in not watching. Yes, <laughs> I had maybe seen one episode of it because it was just on TV. So where I was, mm -hmm. it was like watching a train wreck. Like I couldn't look away, but I'm like, this is such trash. But why can I not look well, away from it? Because it makes you feel good. Yeah, it was specifically designed to do that. It mm -hmm. was supposed to be. Look at these really attractive, well-off people and how much of a disaster they are. Uh, well, it's very similar to 90 Day Fiancé as well. It's like, 90 Day Fiancé is such a mess. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's, because it's entertaining. Yeah. Well, or, I, I or think people like, watching, people like watching other people go through suffering. Like, it's a, it's a the, weird... The, it's so like, weird. 90 Day Fiance. Watch no. America's Funniest yeah. Home Videos. 90 Day Fiance, there's literally a 50-year-old woman whose who's fiance was a 20-something-year-old Caribbean dude who's clearly cheating on her. And you know what her response was? I'm asleep with his cousin. <laughs> that, it's messy. It, it's it's very ridiculous. Messy. It's so stupid. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why do I find this fun to watch? Well, I mean, they even cover concepts of, like, sex tourists, right? Like, people who literally go to developing countries to find a wife because no one in their country of origin or all the women in their Listen. country of origin are smart enough to not date them. So they go to... Yeah. It's, it's a mess. They got to go for someone desperate. Yeah, it's, it's a, a mess. Russian mail-order brides are still a thing. <laughs> oh not just Russia. <laughs> we, we actually, just, apparently Vietnam as well like, of the course Philippines. Michael chimes in on this uh, yeah. listen one of our so called neighbors out at the lodge like one of the cabins I'm pretty sure he had a mail order bride and that guy was an app I'm pretty sure he was a pedophile. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, <laughs> I, I got that vibe from him. We're just this is an episode Holy of hell. just snitching on people. <laughs> the cops would love this episode. Whoa, what do you mean? No, no cops allowed. <laughs> We've had a wife beater. A wife beater and a pedophile have been snitched on so far. Okay, he's, he's not, he might 60. not be a pedophile, but he's definitely a pervert. <laughs> he just gives off the vibes. 50 year old man came back with an 18 year old wife yeah, from Thailand. That's, yeah, that, that, that has like, yeah, uh, that's, hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of suspicious.
My ex's dad did basically the same thing. <laughs> it's not cool. Don't. It's kind of weird. Suspicious. Yeah. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Don't um, be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. But then if a white woman comes back to North America with a Hispanic younger dude, what happens then? That's just feminism. No, we just... <laughs> <laughs> what happens then? I... Ooh, we're being cancelled. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I'm just saying, because literally I've heard things of, I've literally followed Instagram and I'd hear people say things like, oh, I wish I could just go back to Mexico and have a young strapping Latino man offer me drinks. And I'm like, huh. Okay. Oh my God, for a minute, like, I thought if, you were going to say, I, thought, I hope I have a, could bring back a hot strapping Latino man to clean my pool. And I was just like, oh my God, that's racial profiling. Some people Sam. literally do that too. Literally. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. So... I now, if those, if those, if thing. that was switched, and a man was like, "Huh, I wish I could oh, go I to mean, Russia yeah. and have this young eighteen-year-old yeah. girl offer me food." <laughs> it's like, what? Guess why it's cold? It's called I think it's weird. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's weird when it goes any anyway, and there's a substantial age. And fucking like age gap of like fifteen years plus. I do feel like it's more acceptable when the white women do it though, because literally they have so many likes on their profile. They'd be like, "Oh my god, when I was it's there last there's year, less of a power dynamic." There's yeah, yeah. It's like when I was there last year, there was this really nice Caribbean dude who swept me off my feet and threw me into the ocean. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What okay, is wait. happening? Okay, just. I, I mean, I wanna, wait. I want to be that person. How did this come up? Yeah. How did we end up here? <laughs> well, Someone she started... made a mail order bride joke. Yeah, so... it was <laughs> you, Michael. No. Sam no, made the I joke. No, I made mail. Or Sam, Sam made, made, made a joke, and then I said something about well, mail order brides existed, <laughs> oh, and then Sam just ran with it. Well, that's I'm anyway, just. Anyway, this is enter sure. it's entertaining. It's entertaining. How does a, how do we go from talking about cops and the homeowners association <laughs> to mail order brides in Mexico? Because <laughs> we. Because yeah, people that, were that snitches. It. We have Judas's on this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of which, Lakeith yeah, Stanfield won an award in Judas and the Black Messiah. Big ups to him. But yes. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to my boy. Daniel Kaluuya as well. Daniel Kaluuya. Mm -hmm. And yeah. to the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Movie was good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that's all for this episode, to be honest. This movie, there were like. You guys probably remember more stuff than I do. I don't remember anything. <laughs> like I'm being honest. <laughs> I remember having do a lot of fun. Do recommend go watch. Do recommend go yeah, watch. It's a good turn to your brain off for sure. Because again, to our listeners, yeah. listeners who are still here, um, <laughs> I, should, I I should really just come with talking points. <laughs> yeah, I I watched this movie with no distractions, like I watch every other movie, but it just it didn't sink. It just it felt like first year linear algebra all over again so it's the kind of movie you need your friends to explain to you yeah if your friends need to explain this movie to you then i'm sorry yeah lost cause okay not explain but you need okay not 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 explain but you need your friends to be with you to laugh with you with like it's just if you're just watching it by yourself what you need is liquor yes that's kind of what i'm going at exactly so yeah yeah, I mean, liquor makes everything better, except for driving. Don't spoken, drink and drive. like a true alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. What, you thought I was going to deny? Liquor makes everything better. <laughs> yeah. 
Cue the yep. drunk versus alcoholic joke. <laughs> you have to go to work, get drunk. You have to go to your cousin's baby shower, get drunk. You have to so go to a wedding that's not the wedding, but you wish to go there, get drunk. <laughs> oh, all right, let's man. let's 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 close this up. Hot fuzz. Yeah. Go see or not go see. Is that a rating system now? We haven't used yes, the rating system no. in a while. We'll start again with yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon. For this one, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's. I, I wouldn't. You're not talk. You don't care about the cinematography in this movie. No, that's a, that's the good, point. Though. It's just yeah. I mean, it's just there. Yeah. The cinematography it loses points for that stupid shaky cam. That that <laughs> goddamn shaky cam. Holy hell, that was rough. Um. Eh. Bad shaky cam, good acting, decent writing. The mm. end. Yeah, good writing. Pretty much. Good <laughs> macro writing, bad micro I writing have, is what I would say. I have on enormous an e- yeah. hopes for next week's episode. Like That's right, right. If I'm if I'm disappointed next episode, I'm coming with heat. Like <laughs> if I'm disappointed. <laughs> yes, like the next two weeks. The next two movies back to back uh yeah, are gonna be interesting. You know? Yeah, because like I've already started seeing like the little reviews coming down the grapevine, and it's looking like Raya is a good but generic movie. Hmm. So, like I like, said, if it if it disappoints me, I'm I'm coming in with heat. Like I'm gonna yeah, be yeah. so mad. I just died a little inside when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, do you know what we should be more worried about coming to America you- too. Yeah, because if yeah. that if we don't like that movie, we're gonna get cancelled by the community. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I still want to go to the bu- to the cookout. Oh, I don't even know what that movie's about. Yet. I've already I've already said I don't like Tyler Perry. I I'm, have I'm banned very from the high standards because Listen. I loved Coming to America. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway, right. yeah, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, Hot fuzz. You guys have probably already seen it because it's been out since 2007. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, yeah, and we will catch you for our Belterweight <laughs> movies in the upcoming episodes. The next two episodes are going to be interesting. But yeah, this was a filler episode. <laughs> Peace. 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 Gang, 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 gang.